Hello, everybody. I'm Matthew Cook, and this is episode. Shoot, I always I did this last time. I have no idea. No, I think we're close to 100. This is episode between 93 and 100. One of them, not sure. And uh, we are talking basic pistol class. I'm here with my instructor, my firearms instructor, Tim Owens. He is the owner of OSS Tactical. And we're going to talk basic pistol class. We just finished. Uh, recording for the online course of the pistol class. So now we're going to talk about it. Um, Tim, thanks for joining me. Oh, thanks, Matt. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it very much. Let's get into it. Hello, people. Welcome to the Tactical Dad Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Cook, and I am a husband, a father of two children and now a tactical dad. I'm a novice shooter, a beginner in survival and general prepping. However, I do have the ambition of becoming a competitive shooter one day. And so I'm spending countless hours with expert coaches trying to accelerate my knowledge and skills, my marksmanship in this industry. With that being said, as a newbie to this whole world, this is a podcast dedicated to my journey and I really hope to help all those new gun owners along the way. Let's get into it. Hey everybody, I'm Matthew Cook, and this is episode 97 on the Tactical Dad podcast. And we are talking basic pistol class. I'm here with Tim Owens, my firearms instructor. And we're going to go into basically Tim's pistol class that we just recorded an online course for tim thanks for joining us mate appreciate it as always um why don't you tell us first like the outline of the course okay uh, what is um, the outline of it i i came in my basic outline my basic pistol class outline i cover the four common rules of firearm safety uh i usually break down a firearm and should explain all the parts to it to students and then i talk about the cycle of operation how does the gun actually function um go into load unload and malfunction clear procedures and then the fundamentals of marksmanship that's pretty much the basic class uh when we get to the range i tend to show a little more than basic stuff because i like people to be prepared for real world versus yeah just shooting tight shot groups yeah so, but uh yeah just everything you need to know how to how to how to ha properly handle a firearm and be safe with it so Cool. This, you know, I was at the golf course yesterday, mm -hmm. and I was talking to a lady, and she—I don't know how we got onto the subject, but she just told me, "Oh, yeah, I just did a pistol class, a basic pistol class." I was like, "No way!" She said, "Yeah, I've always like I've believed in the Second Amendment, and I and I, I know that I I need to and should own a firearm." Yeah. Um, just because of the way the world's going yeah. and whether that's because it's happening more or we're just more aware of it I'm not sure but either way she wanted to be better prepared for the world yeah. and so she did this class and it was her first one and she did the class because she just wanted to feel um, comfortable like around a gun Yeah. and as soon as she said that I was like I know exactly what that feels like because just whether you're holding it, not even holding a gun, right? You're just like, it's, you can right. see it. It's right there in right. front of you. 
it's intimidating. Oh, yeah. Like it's, it, I remember being quite nervous, just like there's a gun right there. That's a real gun. <laughs> yeah, and people understand the damage they can do. I mean, it, you know, if you see an alley, 10 foot alligator, you're not going to go stick your hand up there. No. So. <laughs> yeah. It's so it was interesting that uh, people of all ages and shapes and sizes and beliefs and values, like every, this is something that, whether you're going to try and be a competitive shooter or whether you just want to protect yourself a bit more off, this is a basic pistol class is like inval like it's almost like I see it as almost an invaluable life skill, right? Yeah, yeah. I honestly my philosophy about this is um now I understand there are a lot of people that don't embrace the second amendment or second amendment. Um and a lot of people are, are scared of guns. They that's fine. I don't care who you are. If you don't believe in owning a firearm, that's your personal decision. But I think it's incumbent upon everyone to know how to safely handle a firearm. You don't have to have it. You, you cannot like guns. But if you're ever in a position where you're around one and you need to take control of it and move it safely or something, you have to know what to do. So, you know, I, I just think everybody should at least know how to safely handle one. You know, make sure you don't point it at somebody. Make sure you don't put your finger on the trigger. Basic stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I you know, absolutely agree. I've never, you just changed the perspective of mine. I've never thought of it from that person's perspective, someone mm -hmm. that actually doesn't want a gun, doesn't believe in guns, right. doesn't want to own one, will never own one. Even that person should still learn yeah. how to safely do some basics just in case exactly there's ever a gun yeah there you know so it, it it's just kind of a good way. practice you know it and again you don't like you said you don't have to you don't have to own one you don't have to you don't have to want to own one but if you had if you had to handle one you should know how to do it safely yeah so yeah that's powerful that is powerful I'm feeling another coffee coming on soon, but it's gonna, it's gonna be a, that's gonna be a coffee, a Celsius, another coffee. Me jumping out the freaking room, bouncing off the walls. So, uh, first, yes, the the first section of the course, the four cardinal rules of firearm safety. Yep. Um, actually, we've done a podcast on this before, so I'm just gonna reference anyone that watch it, anyone that's listening or watching. Scroll back and find that podcast. We're not going to do that one again because we've already done it. Um, cycle of operation. I think that's interesting. Yeah, I don't, um, think, I don't think we've talked about the cycle of operation. Well, we never talked about uh, that. Uh, so let's let's chat about that. Like good. firing, unlocking, extracting, eject, cocking, feeding, chambering, locking. Um, although I, when you went through it, I was like, "Yep, I know, what, I know what that is now. I know what that is. I know what that is." It was still very. Um, informative for me to hear it in that order okay like it was i i, I thought it was really good uh, yeah um semi-automatic pistols and semi-automatic rifles operate using those eight steps the firing unlocking extracting ejecting caulking feeding chambering and locking um and it happens very very quickly mm -hmm. they go through those eight steps uh but you know so what happens when you press the trigger on your on your firearm? The firing pin strikes the primer of the bullet. The primer sparks, igniting the gunpowder in the casing. 
when the gunpowder explodes, the force from that explosion forces the bullet out of the casing, down the barrel, and out the muzzle. At the same time, the energy caused by that explosion begins to push the slide to the rear so that it can chamber, go through its cycle and chamber another round and get ready for another shot. So it fires. Um, when that gas begins to force the slide straight to the rear, as soon as it comes back about 3 sixteenths of an inch, that is unlocked. So that means when it's unlocked, you can't press the trigger. It, it won't function, okay? Um, so it, it unlocks. And as the slide continues to the rear, the extractor, which is basically just a little claw-shaped uh, piece of metal, grabs the base of the cartridge and begins to extract it out of the chamber. As the slide continues going further to the rear, a, the extractor continues to pull the spent casing out of the chamber until it hits the ejector, which then the ejector is a pointy little piece of metal. It hits the base of the cartridge and causes the spent cartridge to come out the ejection port. Now, by this time, the slide has came all the way to the rear. So that would be caulking, okay? As the slide begins to go back to the forward position, it begins to, the stripper rail begins to pick up or push the next bullet in the magazine out, out of the magazine, up the feed ramp into the chamber, and then the slide comes all the way back forward to its locked position. That's the, those are the steps that semi-automatic firearms use okay hmm. uh, so and again it happens very quick and you know um people should understand the steps in how their firearm works because if a malfunction happens you know you can you can kind of diagnose after the fact you know when you're all done you know well what caused that um if it's not you know extracting uh, you know, if you're having extracting problems, maybe your extractor is going bad. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you're continuing to have light strikes on your your primer, maybe your firing pin's worn down a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, you know, but I, I just think it's important that people understand what steps their firearm operates at. Oh, I 100% couldn't agree more. No. Um, we there's so many parts to a gun, right? That we let's we we can't go into all of them. But what you you just mentioned and it sparked my um, thought process of firing pin. Like, do you have any idea how long it one lasts? Or because um, they do like it's metal, it does wear out. Yeah, it, um, it, it'll wear out. Because um... I've heard some people in not heard. I've seen comments from people and they've. They've talked about I've I've had X gun for decades mm -hmm. and still works fine. Never changed a thing. Right. Um. And they've stated how many rounds they think approximately it's done. Uh. But I imagine it can't last forever. Like a golf club. Like you got to change if you play golf. Um. You know, three to five times a week, yeah. your wedges are worn out after two seasons. Right. Like. Uh. You know. I mean, as long as I've been around firearms, I mean, forty years. Um. I've only seen a couple of firing pins that were worn to the point where they wouldn't consistently strike with enough force to activate the primer. Yeah. Um, so it's not a very common occurrence. Now, you know, with um, 
you know, spacing and the the uh, the tolerances for what how the firearm is manufactured could be one indication as to why your your firing pin's not striking consistently. Um, but you know, yeah, over time. But I can only I can only guess how many tens of thousands of strikes a firing pin would have to have on a priming for it to wear down that much. Really a lot, right? I imagine yeah. they make them so well that they don't want that to happen. Yeah, all that I mean, often. usually um, your, your extractor is going to wear out a little bit sooner. Um, your let's see, your extractor primarily is is the the one main thing that um, it. I've seen more extractors wear out or not function properly but anything else? way more than I have firing pins or basically about any other part on a firearm. Um, Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Well, I, if any, so that that's that's section two. Cycle of operation is section two of this basic pistol class, this online class. No. We have, after that, uh, load, unload, and malfunction clearance procedures. Types of malfunctions, fun, and then fundamentals of marksmanship, which is your personal favorite. Yeah, <laughs> um, we can't obviously we can't go through all of them. The, the podcast is already at eleven minutes, so we're going to wrap it up here. But if anyone listening or watching wants to go and check out the online course delivered by yours truly, Tim Owens, um, the link will be in the description. The link will be everywhere. Um, and if you struggle, reach out to me, comment or email whatever just contact me and i'll send you a link uh thanks for joining me hope you got some value out of this um see you again next time have a good day boom <laughs>